Heavenly Father, open our hearts now to receive your engrafted word. You have poured into our hearing. Now quicken us, O God. Make your word come alive in us, O God, that we'll have an explosion of revelation, even as Peter, who saw you as the son of the living God. Do what you do best, even now, Jesus. Amen. In your bulletin, that should read, live by the Spirit, as opposed to live by Spirit. And it's taken from Galatians, uh, that pericope that we had just read. Live by the Spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. A lot of us have gifts and talents in the natural that were given to us at birth. But some things we have inherited and come to discover uh, by the grace of God as we have grown uh, in the flesh. Uh huh. And once we discover that every good and perfect gift, how many know that, comes from above, even if we have talents in the natural, we acknowledge that even that God gave us. Amen? And those of us who have been living long enough, some realize it at an early age, eight years old like Josiah, 17 year olds like King David. When he discovered that he was anointed by God and the prophet Samuel met him in the backyard of Jesse. And then others at an older age, like Saul, who became a prophet and a king all at one time. The Bible says he was changed when the Spirit of God came upon him, capital S. And he was another man. He was changed into another man. That's what Christ will do for you when you walk in the Spirit and live in the Spirit and uh, function by the Spirit. He says in his word, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, or look, all things have become new. There's a song that says, I looked at my hands, and my hands look new. I looked at my feet, and they did too. When you come into a relationship with Jesus Christ, it's no longer I, but now it's him. Amen? And we learn how to walk by the Spirit so that we don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now, Paul lists uh, some of the things of the flesh that we all understand, those of us who are of age. I, I don't expect my three-year-old and my four-year-old to understand all of those things of the flesh, but because of the guidance of grandparents and parents and those of you, we have a responsibility to train up our children, do we not? In the way that they should go, and when they're old, they won't, they won't do what? They won't depart from it. They'll come back. Just trust. I'm a living, I'm a living example. <laughs> I didn't always have it right. Amen. But because of God's grace, he's showing me how to walk and live by the Spirit. And you know what? It's much more easier to do it God's way than try to do things on your own. Amen. Even when my parents were struggling to try to teach me as a teenager, and I was bucking and shiving and doing some of everything, but nevertheless, they taught me the right way. And it wasn't until I got overseas in the military and said, oh, that's what Dad was trying to teach me. Oh, that's what Mama was trying to show me. Now it's not them in the natural showing me how to do these things, but watch this. Because of the words that they put in me, now I can hear their voices even 3,000 miles away. That's how it is with God. When he pours into us at an early age, guess what? When you become of age, three-year-olds, four-year-olds, and some other, some other people, if you were up here for the children's sermon, just raise your hand, besides my two. Where were the other two young people? They went to the nursery. Okay. <laughs> this young man right here, how old are you? Right here. Yeah, 14? 
What about the one behind you with your mom's? 13, uh-huh. Does it make sense, everything that your parents telling you now? <laughs> Probably not. You don't have to answer. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. But after a while, it will make sense. Everything will come into clear focus. This is how it is. Now, let me go back to, I love this. I can't leave out this Old Testament uh, passage because Elisha followed. How many know the story of Elisha and Elijah? Just Ray, I know most of you adults do. Well, he followed. Uh, Elisha was a protege. I'm using that word intensely. He was a protege of Elijah, not a parasite. There's a difference between a parasite and a protege. A parasite just eats up what they're given, and they have no respect or regard. They just eat up from you, and they don't give nothing. Uh, but a protege takes from you and then uh, duplicates what he or she has been taught, and then the one who taught the protege can, can look back and say, uh-huh, yes, they got it. They got it. That's my son. That's my daughter. All of us who come from parents should be protégés. Can I get a witness? Not parasites. Glory to God. Elisha was a protégé of Elijah. And he had been following him. Now it was time for Elijah to be taken away from him. He was going home to be with the Lord. Absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord. He was going on his way. And Elisha was not comfortable with that. He said, well, stay here. Uh, Elisha, while I go to Bel, he said, uh-uh, I'm not, I'm paraphrasing, I'm not leaving you. As you live, I'm following you. Wherever you go, I'm going. You've heard that before, right? Uh-huh. Ruth, you know the story of Ruth, same thing. Well, Elisha did follow Elijah, and he saw him taken up into a chariot of fire, and the mantle, this is the epitome of mentorship. The mantle from Elijah fell just like Elisha requested. And not only did he have a portion of Elijah's spirit, he had another portion. He had a double portion of what he had requested. A mantle is a cloak or a covering, like I got on this, this robe, young people. It's a cloak or a covering. The mantle of Jesus has fallen upon and is available to everyone that dares to believe. He said, as many as received them, him gave he power to become the son of Mm-hmm. So all it takes is a mustard seed size of faith to receive the mantle or the cloak of Jesus. Oh, I wish I had a few witnesses in here this morning. <laughs> Glory to God. You've got the mantle of Jesus already on your life, just like Elijah had the cloak or the covering of Elijah. And Jesus said this in John 14. He said, because I go away to the Father, he that believeth on me shall do the same works. How many believe in Jesus? I'm going to hold you accountable now. Because I go away to the Father, you're going to do the same works and greater works. How can you do greater than Jesus? That's always puzzled and blown my mind, Pop Cola. How can you do greater than the King of kings and the Lord of lords? Selah. I'll tell you how. Because you have a part of him, just like Elijah asked for a double portion of Elijah's spirit, you've got a part of Jesus on the inside of you. Christ in you, the hope of glory, and he's called the paraclete. Uh-huh. That's what we use in seminary to describe the Holy Spirit. It means one called alongside to help the Holy Spirit. That's his role. Jesus said, when I leave you, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm going to give you the Spirit, the Comforter. And he's going to show you things to come. He's going to teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. So that, watch this, here's our topic, so that you can live by the Spirit. Selah. And when the Holy Spirit is allowed 
to lead, guide, and direct us as seniors, as middle-aged folk, as young people? Let me tell you something. The sky is the limit. God can be well pleased. Jesus at 12 years old, watch this, because of the spirit, he said, I must be about my father's business. He still had to fall under surrender in the tutelage of his parents. He still had to serve as a protege of Joseph and Mary. But oh, when he arrived at the appointed time, when he became age 30, it was time for him not only to occupy in the spirit and live in the spirit. He was born by the spirit. He wasn't born by flesh and blood, but uh, the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, overshadowed Mary and she was impregnated with Jesus. And he recognized that he had to be about his father's business. If we're going to live by the spirit, you and I have to recognize that we have to be out about our father's business. Elisha understood that he had an assignment to carry out and to further the ministry of Elijah. The mantle had fallen gently upon him. Now he, he tried that thing. He wanted to make sure that he had a double portion. If you remember, he rolled up that mantle and he looked at the Jordan and he said, where's the Lord God of Elijah? My memory serves me correctly. It didn't open up immediately. Where's the Lord God of Elijah? He struck that thing a couple times. Uh-huh. And then the Jordan opened up. And he recognized that God was with him. Uh-huh. Joshua recognized after three admonitions, be strong and of a good courage, Joshua. For just as I was with Moses, I'm with you. Three times he told him, be strong and of a good courage. I'm with you just like I was with Moses. The mantle had fallen upon Joshua. He was going to be the one to lead him into the promised land. Guess what? I have not seen, neither have ear heard what God has prepared for them that love him. And if you dare to love him and embrace the promises that are in the written word of God, the ability, you have everything that you need to function and live and walk in the spirit so that you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. You know the lust of the flesh when you're driving down 64 Ward Boulevard and somebody cuts you off and your flesh rise up and you want to say something that is not in the word of God? Huh? Anybody ever done that besides me? <laughs> I thought so. Glory to God. But because we have the paraclete, the spirit of the living God, not by might nor by power, but by his spirit, saith the Lord of hosts, he dwells in you. And you have the ability to refrain and say, mm -mm, I ain't going to do it. I'm not going to do it. We're just going to slow down, let that individual pass, go on about his business, and I'm going to continue to keep the peace of God that passes all understanding, guarding my heart and mind through Christ Jesus. I shared this with my wife when we first got married. Just wave your hand, sweetheart. Uh-huh, say to me here, yeah. uh -huh. Make no mistake, that, that's my wife right there. Okay, and that's our two youngest children. But I shared this with her. We were talking about the Lord one day. I don't know if he was on a date or what, but... Uh, pre our marriage or after our marriage but the Lord gave me this Psalm 119 165 says this and take a look for yourself just don't take my word for it it says great peace have they that love thy word and nothing shall offend them oh yeah that's a Selah let that marinate great peace have they that love thy word and nothing shall offend them has anything ever offended you in your life <laughs> sure it has but if you've got the peace of God, the great peace of God, according to Psalm 165, 119, 165, excuse me, 119, 165, great peace have they that love thy word and nothing shall offend them. 
once you find that niche in his word and that that revelation comes on the comes alive on the inside of you man you walk to a different a different rhythm you walk to a different drum beat you recognize there's a different drum major in your band glory to god you see jesus out front you see him out front leading you know they got that whistle you ever seen bands and that, that drum majors out there and he's uh-huh yeah i ain't just talking about hbcus now i'm talking about any band they all got drum majors Glory to God. And he's out there leading, and they might even do a step. Uh-huh. And then the trumpet players, they do their step. And the saxophone players, they do their step. They're leading the drum. They're following the drum major. And Jesus is every Christian's drum major. Amen? If we're going to walk by the Spirit and live by the Spirit, you've got to stay in the Word of God so that the Word of God can be a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. So that we can love everybody we cross. Glory to God. Whether we're in church or outside of church. At work. In the supermarket. Wherever. Let your light so shine before men. That they will do what? Glorify our Father in heaven. Live by the Spirit. And if you do, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Amen? You ain't going to believe this, but I'm done. <laughs> That's all I can to say. My pastor, my former pastor, would be proud of me. Because I can be long-winded. I know how to go for an hour or two, but that's not necessary. Especially because the AC is not. <laughs> I love y'all. Just tell the truth. Glory to God. I'm done. Live by the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit, and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. What are the fruits of the Spirit? As Debbie so eloquently shared with our children. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, patience. Those nine fruits of the Spirit. Walk and live by those. And you will see phenomenal things happen in your life. A godly life is not boring. A Christian life is not boring. It's not a set of want-tos that we can't do this and we can't do that. No, instead... You have wonderful opportunity. This is why Paul told the church of Galatians, stand firm in the liberty whereby Christ has made you free. Don't return to a yoke of bondage. Man, there's wonderful liberty by the grace of God. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. I said I was done. I feel like I'm coming on again. But <laughs> that's, that's what the gospel will do to you. <laughs> I'm going to stop. Intensely. I'm going to stop. Shut it down. God bless you so much. Thank you for having me. Pastor Clark is one of my good friends. We've known each other for at least five, six, seven years. I met him through our former pastor, Reverend Lawrence Willis. Amen. And uh, he was down. My new pastor is Brian Wells, a phenomenal preacher. We were down at King Lincoln Park for Easter, and uh, Clark was there, just like he normally is. Amen. Uh, right there with the, the alignment of ministers uh, on the stage with Dr. Wells. And uh, you have a phenomenal man of God. He is genuine as they come. I love his spirit. The first time I met him, amen, it was like he was my big brother. Amen. But he has a, and his wife too, they have a phenomenal spirit. So love on him as you do. Continue to walk in love and live by the spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.